0: Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Conversations with your host, Reed and Frank. And today's date is Wednesday, January the 12th. How are you doing, Frank? Doing pretty well. That's good. And I believe this is our first recording of the new year. That's right, 2022. That's right, and we're going to start it off with some predictions for this year. Yeah, uh, just like we did last year, right? Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> and uh, I think, uh, I think we got some good, good, good things coming our way this year. Don't you think?
1: Well, I think there's going to be a lot coming our way this year, and I certainly hope that it's good. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <clears throat> but you know, only time will tell. I guess. That's true. So, I don't know who you wanted to start off with, but... We'll start with
0: yours since it's uh, going to be the more recent one, hopefully. Well,
1: I was going to start with... The
0: soonest, I should say.
1: I was actually going to start with... uh, I was going to follow up, sort of double down on something that I said last year. Um, If you remember, of course, the folks could go back and and view the episode from this time last year where we made predictions, but... um, you know, I very cautiously said I, I would never wish ill on our president. He I guess he is our president. Um but I had said that he'd probably die just from old age expiring, you know, not being in the best health within two years of his presidency. So here we are going into year number two. And I actually found some really interesting video, you know, that I shared with you earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll post up available for the people. But it's actually old audio of um, President Ford after he had left office, and he had gone on a tour around the country talking to different students. And a young lady at one of the schools or universities um, that he was at asked him his thoughts on a female president. And he answered with something that I found to be almost shocking, Um, but he said we would have a female president, but that the way that it would happen would be different than normal, that we wouldn't just elect her outright, but that she would have been the VP on a winning ticket, and then the president, the male president, would die, making her the first female vice president. So don't you find that really interesting, I mean, I had never heard that audio before. I think I only found it maybe just a couple days ago or a week or two at most. But pretty interesting, huh?
0: It is certainly interesting that he would predict it to go that way. And, you know, like you say, we certainly don't wish any ill on the president. But it's not an unlikely scenario given how old he is. And he's anytime he gives a speech, he's always coughing sometimes he's coughing pretty hard sometimes you know it's a relatively normal cough but you know he's and he's old and he, his brains turning into mush and you know that's just a sign of people on their way out at some point so it's it is interesting that he would predict it to kind of happen that way 20 some some odd years ago
1: well, one might argue Joe Biden's brain has always been mush, but uh, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> he definitely seems to be on the decline anyway. Right. <clears throat> so I guess we'll just have to see if that comes true. I mean, I hate the idea that Kamala's is going to be the first female president. I think there's a lot more likely and better candidates out there. But um,
0: Right, and that's another thing that uh, – President Ford had said in the video is that he believes if it did happen that a female uh, got into the presidency in the way he predicts, it would be hard to undo it. And I had mentioned to you, uh, you know, earlier off-air that if it were to happen, especially with Kamala Harris as the vice president, I don't think his prediction that it'd be hard to be undone would really be true, because Kamala Harris is not popular with pretty much anybody, even people in her own party, in, in, the, in their own administration. So I don't see how, uh, unless, unless they go changing the rules like they're fond of doing, I don't think it would stick and be something that can't be undone. Well, we'll just have to see. Right. <laughs> and I guess I'll go ahead and go to one of my predictions when kind of go back and forth. Uh, One of them is uh, that I think this year we'll still see, if not a still declining economic situation, certainly one that's going to drag on for a while. Uh, I doubt there will be too much improvement over the course of this year. Um, As we record, they just released new stats on the rates of inflation, I think now they're saying uh, it, the year-over-year increase was like up seven percent, and it's the highest increase since the '80s or something like that. And you know, it stuff like this doesn't just go back to normal or recede quickly. It it takes time. There's ripple effects, and those those effects have to be straightened out. Um, so, I think the economic situation will probably still be a bit of a struggle for this year. Uh, you know, today they were touting uh, the Biden administration is touting the lowest economic or lowest uh, unemployment rate, uh, down to 3.9%, the highest wage increases, the highest uh, rates of employment. And it's all phony numbers, cause I bet you they're basing it on twenty twenty, compared to compared to then, cause practically the whole first half of twenty twenty there's like, you know, very little economic activity. going Well, yeah, on. we were on lockdown. Yeah, so obviously from twenty twenty to twenty twenty one, it's gonna look like huge increases. So their their numbers aren't real what they're citing. I mean, I shouldn't say they're not real. They're not as impressive as they would, you know, lead you to believe they are. So I don't think it's just gonna snap back very quickly, like they're, they'll try to portray it. It's it'll drag on.
1: Well, yeah, I'm sure you're exactly right. I mean, Jerome Powell, you know, he just said that the Fed's probably gonna raise interest rates by something like another 0.25 mm-hmm. percent. um i i just saw a clip on fox news just a short while ago him warning that there may be a recession coming Mm -hmm. we're still having these supply chain issues uh you keep hearing about all these people quitting over the vaccine mandates so yeah to hear something like lowest unemployment you know they have to be cooking those books yeah and if what they say the inflation rate is is at seven uh, I think you could probably, I mean, at least double it, maybe even triple it, mm-hmm. because we just saw a stat off Fox News that the price of beef and veal is up almost twenty percent. The price of chickens up something like seventeen over fifteen yeah. percent.
0: Used cars are up thirty percent. All kinds of stuff.
1: So what kind of funny numbers, you know, to say <clears throat> lowest unemployment and highest wages when? Mm-hmm. You can't go to the store and buy beef, you know, anymore. Right. It seems it's outrageous. I know what we paid for a, a corned beef brisket on New Year's, the most I've ever paid in my lifetime. Right. Yep. <clears throat> and you know, the,
0: part of the problem with you know, even if employers are, air quotes, raising wages, it's just getting erased by the. In- the increase of inflation right so you you know you might get paid paid you know two dollars an hour more but when you're paying 20 percent or more to go buy your necessities it just takes away everything you just earned you gained in your in your raise
1: or like um newt gingrich said on fox tonight you know if you go you're used to buying a particular brand Mm -hmm. and because of these supply shortages it's not there. Right. Uh, you might have to buy a more expensive brand. Yeah, I've definitely had to do that before. So some of your cost is getting eaten up there, you right. know.
0: <clears throat> so the, I, my first prediction is the economic situation will continue, at least as is if it doesn't get any worse. Um, you know, it'll be a bumpy ride for pocketbooks. This, at least this year, probably early into next year, I'd say.
1: Well, to take it over, very interesting thing, in my opinion. Um, you know, there's a lot going on <clears throat> with the the House of Representatives this year in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people out there who are saying that it's going to be a bloodbath, you know, that's not exactly my term. I, that's been thrown around a oh, lot. Yep. Um, and I think there's a lot of warning signs that that this will be true. Not just the redistricting that we've covered already, but you know, I think there's something now like 26 Democrats who are set to retire from their congressional seats.
0: Yeah, I've heard something like that. It's a huge number
1: and from what i can tell it's just because they don't want to run on an association with biden mm-hmm. and this track record of this president you know they they don't want to be anywhere close to it they they figure they'll lose or have to fight you know practically tooth and nail right and maybe they're just not prepared for the fight or they just don't want to go through it Um, And I think another big tell is, you know, something that's really hit the headlines here in recent days is all of this news about congressional members making vast sums of money off of the stock market. Mm -hmm. And there's talk that they may introduce legislation to ban um, that sort of almost like insider trading, you know, because they often will sit on these committees. they, They write the laws for that affect these companies. And, Mm -hmm. and I've heard a lot of talk about how Nancy Pelosi probably isn't going to run again. Now I've seen conflicting headlines that say she will run again because she's trying to keep the house under democratic control. And, you know, she kind of wants to show whatever, give a sign of strength, you know, for the Democrats. Mm -hmm. But, I think if you see, I think she's one of the ones who's made the most. She just, according to certain reports, she just took a $30 million cash out, she or her husband, off of certain mm. stocks. Yep. And I just figure, you know, putting two and two together, reading the writing on the wall, why would she be taking huge cash outs like that, risking her career, putting, you know, getting all these negative headlines and all oh, this flack? If she's going to stay in. If she was going to stay in, exactly, yeah. she might be a little more subtle, or just mm-hmm. just make a million instead of thirty, right. you know. Yep. Good so, team. I I think that's really interesting, and um, one of my predictions on that point would be, you know, th- there's all this talk of who's going to be the next Speaker of the House, mm-hmm. and my prediction for the people here is that it will be Kevin McCarthy.
0: Yeah, he'd be a pretty good one. He's not necessarily my favorite person because, kind of like Ted Cruz, we like him, but we don't necessarily trust him. Or at least I, I don't as well. well I'm not saying I don't trust Kevin McCarthy. Is uh, I just haven't been that fond of him. Uh, and sometimes, uh, you know, it for me. It can be as simple as I, uh, the way they talk really kind of rubs me the w- wrong way. And Kevin McCarthy is one of them. Uh, just the way he speaks uh, just doesn't always seem so genuine to me. Well, but I, you know, to get back to sort of what I was saying, I do think he's good. I think he's good at what he does. I like that he's in the party. Uh, he, he fights for the right things. And I'd certainly be glad to see him as our uh, Speaker of the House.
1: Well, I like Kevin McCarthy, and I certainly understand your skepticism. And here's another thing. This might even be another prediction I didn't expect to make, but I doubt we will like Kevin McCarthy after he has held the gavel. It seems to corrupt people. Mm. And you're right, there are there have been things about Kevin that don't exactly line up all Mm -hmm. the time. You know, Um, I don't know that we necessarily need to get into them, but one of the most recent ones was they took um, what's her name? Marjorie Taylor green down Mm -hmm. from Twitter. Yeah. They didn't back her. He didn't even mention her when he came out and gave a speech after the fact, uh, and he was talking about that event. He didn't even say her name. Mm. He just talked about censorship, big tech, right. blah, blah, blah. Just sort of a lot of hot yeah. air.
0: Yeah, because uh, I don't think he wants to be associated with her. Because Now, I don't know a whole lot about Marjorie Taylor Greene, but I definitely get the sense that she's not the most popular person in the Republican Party, and not too many people uh, in particularly in the house likely want to associate with her
1: well she is very controversial mm-hmm. yes for sure like her or not
0: yes <laughs> yeah but yeah I, uh, I think I can agree with the prediction that he will be the Speaker of the House if you know God willing the Republicans take control of the house which it seems very likely yep and uh, is that the it, for that prediction of yours,
1: yep, that's it for that one. I mean, just as a sort of sure addendum to it, is you know, there's been a lot of talk of maybe it'll be Hakeem Jeffries or maybe it'll be some other Democrat, and so that's that's just was the prediction I wanted to make is I don't think it will be a Democrat at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be Hakeem Jeffries. I don't think that they'll have to infight within the Democratic Party, right? I think it'll it will be Kevin McCarthy. Right.
0: Yeah, If I don't see who else it would be uh, for a Republican. I mean, well, yes, he's already the, you know, he is the leader of the House for the Republicans. So right. It's, it makes sense. Yep. So, and then my next prediction is that I think... Uh, overall, we will see more increased activities from some of our foreign adversaries because uh, we've already started to see it. We, you know, China's been getting a little aggressive towards Taiwan. We all heard recently about Russia and Crimea. And even more recently, there have been reports of North Korea testing new missiles that they claim are supersonic or hypersonic, but from my understanding, that, that might be a little not true. Uh, I definitely would guess that they certainly are testing missiles, but the supersonic, hypersonic
1: uh, part, I'm not sure about. Um, you know, you mean if the— you're talking about North Korea, where they invented the burrito, right? Uh, yeah, the burrito missile. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Yep, yeah, North, that North Korea. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was, you know, for, you know, a couple years, somebody on Fox said an advocate, which face said it. But for like two to three years, it, you know, Russia was fairly quiet while Trump was in office. China was somewhat quiet while Trump was in office. North Korea had been pretty silent, and certainly in the the Middle East was, you know, pretty well handled.
1: Well, we just had signed a peace deal right as yeah. Trump was leaving.
0: Yep, the uh, Abraham Accords. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and since Biden has been in office, a lot of that's basically been undone. And I don't necessarily mean as a policy matter uh i'm sure some of it may have been but just in general the way the countries have been acting has sort of been undone you know like i said with the particularly with north korea i feel like they were the ones that were you know kind of the quietest after a while once trump got into office but now they're piping up again they're making noise and you know China's being more aggressive in uh, towards Taiwan, like I mentioned, and uh, and we haven't really seen Joe Biden do anything, you know, serious to try to prevent this kind of stuff from happening, and I don't think he will. I don't see why he would, you know, because we we've, we've all heard the reports and seen the articles about, you know. Uh, Biden and and Hunter Biden, uh, you know, dealing with China and uh, you know Ukraine, Russian, yeah, mm-hmm. the Ukraine. So they don't have any good incentive to you know outright stop China or Russia or North Korea and whatever there is they're trying to do. So I think we'll see. I don't know exactly what I'm not trying to make any specific predictions of what kind of actions they'll take but they're definitely not going to stop what they've already started
1: I think you're exactly right. I mean it's Biden's ineptness and mm-hmm. corruptness it's right. those two things that's that's exactly why all these little fires have flared yep. back up again right all and over I the didn't world. even
0: mention the Middle East mm-hmm. other than the, you briefly mentioned the peace deal with, uh, you know, Israel and all that. Yeah,
1: but they're supposed to be back on the path towards the nuke again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Iran.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So, pretty scary. It is. I think it's, you know... Now, if I were to make one prediction about specific actions, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see more terrorist activity. I don't know if we'll see anything big here at home, uh, but... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we start seeing more stuff overseas um, in the near-ish future, later in the year. I don't think it'll be really soon, because it's, uh, it's not fighting season over there right now. It's the winter time.
1: Well, I'm sure you're right, and what you've just said pretty much leads me right into my next two topics right. um, pretty easily. And um, the way you're talking about, you know, it's sort of scary, these things that are happening around the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw some interesting things today that are happening right here at home. And I think if you'll bear with me, you know, it sounds kind of scary, but if you let me walk you through, I've got maybe two or three points on it. Um, I saw an article came out of the Daily Mail today. And they're saying that the military, our military, is in North Carolina, and they're doing a two-week training called uh, something like Operation Robin Sage. It's definitely called Robin Sage. And it's what they're calling a Civil War rehearsal. Um, And according to the language in the article, what the military is training to do is to overthrow an illegitimate government. So that sounds pretty foreboding right there. Mm-hmm. But then this is coming on the back of, you know, the Department of Justice under uh, Merrick Garland. Mm-hmm. They just created a brand new task force or what domestic would you, terror or something. Like yes, that. On, do, on domestic terror. Uh, and, you know, you've seen them call teachers, mm-hmm. or, excuse me, parents, not teachers, excuse me, parents, domestic terrorists. They've called. Those people who were at the Mostly Peaceful protest on January 6th, they've called them domestic terrorists. Mm -hmm. Even though no one's been charged with terrorism or even a gun crime, it's all just been trespassing is the only thing anybody's been charged with.
0: I almost feel like I've heard people play clips of mouthpieces on CNN and MSNBC calling unvaccinated
1: people like domestic terrorists exactly Mm -hmm. so that's really heating up and then if you think back this is the last point i thought of on this topic is the language that we've been hearing i think over like the last three political cycles the last three presidential runs we've been hearing a lot of language from people about uh stolen elections and coups biden was just down in Georgia yesterday, Mm -hmm. I think it was, and he made a speech talking—of course, he's referring to January 6th, but he called that a a violent coup, you know, that there was was this um, attempt at a violent coup. But if you think back, Hillary, she said—I think her quote's something to the effect of, like, you can run the best campaign and you can win the nomination— but it doesn't matter if the election's stolen from you. That's something Hillary said. Mm-hmm. And then even Trump, he, he sat, even though he won the first time, he sat and said that they did an attempted coup on him because, remember, they spied on his campaign yep. and uh-huh. tried to sabotage him yep. or sandbag him with the whole Russian collusion right. story. Yep. And then once he lost, you know now you have biden so we're we're seeing like three three big people, three big cycles. Here's biden again using the term coup, violent coup. So it almost seems like it's getting amped up and then you hear about the military doing these exercises and you hear about the department of justice creating this whole new like task force for domestic terrorists and you're hearing people called domestic terrorists who obviously aren't. Right. So I even worry, not just for the world at large, but even right here at home, I think things are going to get uglier, possibly, hopefully not, Right. but possibly uglier than we've ever seen them.
0: Yeah, um, I can certainly agree with some of that for sure. I think uh, our political divisions are definitely going to get wider, because as the saying always goes, it's worse before it gets better and i don't think we've seen the worst yet
1: well and it leads me like i said it piggybacked what you said piggybacked into my next two topics so the next one would be you know it seems like people are waking up about Mm -hmm. about the vaccine now or about the the uh 19 excuse me and it seems like people are saying you know It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're vaxxed or triple vaxxed or double vaxxed or whatever. Everybody's still catching the COVID no matter who they are, where they live, what they do, or what political stripe they are. So my next prediction on that front, you know, since the fear is kind of wearing off and that doesn't work very well, how do you cudgel people and corral people and control people? If they're not afraid for their lives. Yep. So this one will be short and sweet, but they'll have to come out with another virus, another variant. And I think it's going to be Sigma. (laughs) Yep, Sigma. That's a good one. The Sigma variant. So be on the lookout, people. Watch for Sigma. I I think I already saw it. It just came in on a bus. (laughs) I saw it down at the bus stop on the corner. It's got a big uh, S on its head. Well, Sigma on its head. <laughs> I don't know that the Greek letters look like our letters, but... Well, whatever a
0: Sigma looks like, it's got it on <laughs> it. <laughs> uh.
1: <clears throat> and then, I think that takes us over. Did you have any more particular predictions? Um not really uh, not
0: nothing i can that really sticks out in my mind that i can feel like i can you know sort of see what might be or might not be going on
1: well i have two last ones but the one i'd like to save for last is kind of personal i'd just like to slip it in if you and the and the listeners don't mind but on the last you know important topic that i'd like to talk about is going to be Some of the Supreme Court decisions that I think we're going to see this year. And uh, I didn't look at their full docket. Um, I just happen to know about two in particular that have made a lot of headlines um, on the tail end of last year, 2021. But the first is going to be this the vaccine mandate. You know, they've already had. Oral arguments. Um, I've gotten to listen to some of the clips. I didn't listen to the whole, you know, kit and caboodle, the whole Mm. shebang. But um, I happened to notice right before we came onto air that the Supreme Court did update their calendar. And now tomorrow is going to be a ruling day. They're going to issue a ruling tomorrow. So that'll be Thursday the 13th.
0: Of January.
1: Of January in 2022. And I bet you just based off of what I've interacted with, what I've seen, what I've read, I think it's going to come down Mm 6-3 that the federal government cannot require these vaccines. And that's to say they can for federal workers and certain loopholes like that. Right. But... They can't force it on private businesses, mm-hmm. private people in private places in the various states. Right. I think it's going to be ruled as a sort of 10th Amendment states' right issue. Mm-hmm. So that's my prediction there.
0: Well, I, that would be proper.
1: I agree. Yep.
0: And it, if it doesn't go that way, it would honestly. Probably be one of the, you know, biggest shames I've witnessed in the court since I've really been paying attention, especially after the ridiculous claims we heard, particularly one of the justices, make about the hundred thousands of kids in the hospital and ventilators.
1: Well, it wasn't just one. Don't forget Breyer, too. He said something like 750 million people a day. We're testing right. positive for COVID. And there's only 330 million people in the United States. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure. I couldn't remember what his
0: it was claim outlandish. was. So I, I, I remember in Sotomayor, so that's why I specifically mentioned hers. But yeah, I spe- if, you know, I can't imagine, you know, they're not, you know, they're not supposed to rule based on stuff like that. You know, they're supposed to follow the law. Sensationalism. Right, right. They're supposed to follow the law. But if, you know, the other justices who heard that and didn't think, what in the F are they saying, and, you know, decide to vote in a, what we would say is a negative way, I don't know. That, I don't You know what. It's, a, it's lots of words. It'd be
1: shameful in the court. I don't know. It would be absolutely yeah. shameful. One of the
0: worst decisions they could probably do.
1: Well, and I'd like to know how after making such horrible mistakes as the three liberal justices yep. did, I'd like to know how they could sit there. I mean, they've been a right. the laughingstock in the news yep. for the last several days. Yep. I'd like to know how they could sit there and still rule, you know, just on a party line yep. when they're supposed to be Nonpartisan, the most nonpartisan branch of government. Right. Supposedly. Mm -hmm. Supposedly. Yeah. The other one, Roe v. Wade. Mm -hmm. There's been lots of talk that that will be overturned this year. And I think, mark my words, here's my prediction Mm -hmm. it won't be 6 3. It'll be five four, with yeah. Roberts going to the Liberals.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be a uh, sort of a close one on that, and it'll be a big one if they do overturn it, sending all the power back to the states the way it ought to be.
1: That's the that's the way it was before Roe. Yep. But excuse me, before Roe. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. But so that's my prediction. It's going to be six three on the Vax. Five four on row, but Roe will be overturned, right, and I think in you
0: know several decades of time, hopefully our society will look back and you know think what what on earth were those people thinking for fifty, sixty years allowing all those- abortions to happen like that?
1: Well, there will be a lot more people to think that way.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's true. <clears throat> yep. Cause I've I've heard other conservatives describe, you know, the whole abortion mess as like uh, America's second sin after slavery or something like that. Oh yeah. So hopefully, God willing, it will be overturned and all the babies will be born. Well, you know, not all, the all ones
1: who make it, right? <clears throat> you know, California, all the ones who should naturally make it, yes. And New York and
0: stinkhole liberal states like that will, unfortunately, but it is the proper way our country should go. They'll be able to
1: make their own rules. Well, and that leads me right into. My last one that I'd like to get out, if I may. This is more personal. It has nothing to do with our news. Uh, it's maybe something that should go on our wacky channel, the Wiki Wacky Radio Show, if you wanted to check that out. But my best friend is pregnant, and I've predicted a few times. I just want to put it on air so it's properly on record. <laughs> She's just come into her 12th week of pregnancy, they don't know the sex yet, and I'm telling you folks, it's gonna be a little baby girl.
0: I, I think it probably will be too. You know, I, I didn't mention this the other night. This is gonna be sort of, still a little personal. We were all hanging out at uh, together on Monday, and while we were at the restaurant, and Lauren was talking about her trip to Paris, and the song with her mom and all that. Oh yeah. And then you mentioned how in the Bible it says when two or three gather in my name, there I'll be. Something like that. Mm -hmm. And you were kind of saying that you think her mom is right there with us. Yep. I almost felt like I could feel it, even though I've never met Lauren's mom. Mm -hmm. I almost felt like there was some presence there. Because listening to Lauren tell her story and then you saying that, it made me feel all you know, sort of sentimental and I wouldn't say there's a chill running down my spine, but, you know, you get you get certain feelings sometimes. Oh yeah. So well and I'm a
1: believer. It. I really am. Oh yes. But I would ask, you know, there's a lot there's a lot to worry about. Sure. Um mm-hmm. not just in this life, but especially when you're carrying a youngster into the world and sure. So for those of you who are believers out there, I, I hope that you would would pray, you know, not just for my friends, baby, but for all of them that maybe That's that right. row gets overturned, you know, maybe for the world at large, because there, we certainly hope this will be a good year. There are some exciting things on the frontier and, um, you know, we're coming into it with zeal. We've got a lot of things yep. in the pipeline for this when channel are that back. That's exactly right. But but you have to keep focus of what's important mm-hmm. and and. um so, yeah, ho- hopefully you'll keep all of that in your prayers, folks. Right. And the good fight never stops. <laughs> well. I think that just about wraps it up for us. That's exactly right. And if you'd want to check out our website, it is contemporaryconservative.net. Yep. And you
0: can send us your predictions for the year to our email addresses directly. Or you can leave them in some comments on our video on, well, it's not an actual video, but it's on YouTube. You can find our show. You can find our other show, the Wiki Wacky Radio Show, also on YouTube. Links will be in the description. Our email addresses will be in the description. And we'll probably revisit our predictions in a year, see how they turned out. And maybe we'll do what we did last time and check in halfway, see how they're going sometime in uh, six months or so.
1: Well, I'm sure it'll come up, you know, if we're proven right or wrong at some yep. point with some headline, we'll probably say, <gasps> Eureka. Yep, that's right. And we hope you listeners
0: have enjoyed this episode, and we hope you tune in next time.
1: And as always, we thank you for listening.